you feel like as you're heading into menopause, your hormones are all over the place. Wondering if food can affect your hormones? Curious what you can do to help balance your hormones in menopause? Well, today in this episode, I'm going to dive into two specific hormones that you can have some control over as you are going through perimenopause and menopause. So, so glad you are here with me today. I'm excited to dive into this topic. Hi friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, Mama Four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're gonna look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. Before we get started today, I just want to say thank you so much for everyone who has left reviews. I just feel so grateful. And I wanted to give a little shout out to Kim today and just read her review aloud. So she wrote, the struggle is real, but Michelle is here. I am so thrilled to find Michelle's show as a gal over 40 who is finding the struggle to beat her sugar craving super tough. Thanks for helping us understand the real effects and how we can get fit as we enter a new season of life. So thank you so much, Kim, for leaving that review. And I hope if you guys have listened to a couple episodes, just head down to the bottom of your app and leave a review for me. I just appreciate that so much. It helps this podcast to continue to grow. So let's dive into this topic today. Before we get started, I just want to explain a little bit what perimenopause and menopause is and how our hormones change in those. And then that will help lead us to our answer here today. So in your late 30s or early 40s, your body begins to start making some changes and your hormone levels are changing, specifically your female hormones, estrogen and progesterone. And this phase is called perimenopause. So it's coming before menopause. And this can last anywhere from two to 12 years. So a really big variation among people. So keep that in mind. Your experience is not necessarily going to be similar to someone else's. Then once you haven't had a period for 12 months, you are then considered in menopause. So we have perimenopause first, and then we shift into menopause, which we are in for the rest of our life. So during that perimenopause phase, you have low progesterone. So it slowly starts to decline. And progesterone is this calming hormone. It helps us with sleep. And during perimenopause, we also have fluctuating estrogen. So sometimes it's going to be really high, higher than it's ever been. But we're also going to have periods where estrogen goes low. So it's really fluctuating throughout perimenopause. Then as you move into menopause, you're still having this low progesterone. But now your estrogen is low and it's going to stay low. So that's the difference in hormones between the two phases. So these hormone changes are going to happen. We're not going to be able to stop these from happening. Our progesterone is going to go lower and same thing with our estrogen. But we also have other hormones that are affected because of these. 
And this comes into where we can do something about it with our lifestyle. The number one hormone that we have some control over is insulin. And what happens here is when progesterone drops and estrogen drops as we're moving in towards menopause, insulin resistance can increase because progesterone and estrogen help prevent that insulin resistance. And this insulin resistance is also what leads to weight gain and specifically abdominal weight gain. So if there is one thing you can do as you are in perimenopause and going into menopause, it is really helping to manage your blood sugars and get your insulin under control. There's also health risks associated with abdominal weight gain, which can be caused from this insulin resistance. So there's increased cardiovascular risk, fibroids, breast cancer. So not only does this matter with weight, but it also matters for our health as we get older. So another thing to know is that some people, as our estrogen lowers, they may also shift to having excess testosterone dominance. Testosterone is more the male hormone. It is in our female bodies, but as our female hormones are dropping, it's almost like we can have this excess testosterone dominance that can also further increase abdominal weight gain. And especially if you've had PCOS before, that this might even be more challenging for you. And as insulin resistance is typically a part of PCOS, this becomes even more important as you are getting older and your hormones are changing. So let me explain what insulin resistance is if you have no idea what I'm talking about. This can be pretty confusing. I want you to imagine that you're eating a high carb, high sugar meal. So we eat that and then sugar enters into our bloodstream. We don't want that sugar just in our bloodstream. We want it actually to go into our cells, into our muscle. So our pancreas pumps out the hormone called insulin. And insulin helps to get the blood sugar into our cells. But what happens with insulin resistance is over time, the cells stop responding to all that insulin. They have become insulin resistant. But the body keeps making more insulin because there is more blood sugar in the bloodstream. Eventually, the pancreas can't keep up and the blood sugar just keeps rising and you develop this reduced sensitivity to insulin. So I know that's confusing, but this is what a lot of problems with weight gain comes from. And remember, as I said, your progesterone and your estrogen decrease, you are more likely to become insulin resistant. So ideally, you want to have these good eating habits in place before this, but you can change them at anytime. It is never too late. So identifying and reversing insulin resistance will be the major area of focus on your menopause journey. And this is such an important topic that inside my Nutrition Essentials course that all my private clients and members inside my Healthy for Life membership get is in this course, I go over nine blood sugar hacks, how to balance blood sugar, how much protein you should eat, how to get more protein, and the often overlooked fiber that can also have a big impact on our blood sugar. How to get more nutrient-dense foods in, whole foods, how to start fixing our metabolism. I have a recipe packs and weekly group health coaching calls and so much more. So if you're interested in getting access to this course, then check my link down below to work with me. 
I would also be happy to set up a free call because this is such an important topic. And I've gotten really great feedback on this course and people have been able to make changes to their diets that have helped them to lose weight, increase their energy from making these simple changes in their diet. But let's get back to it. I wanna give you one thing to think about today because there's really so much I could say on this topic one of the very first things you can do to start balancing your blood sugar is starting your day off right. We tend to be in a culture that is carb heavy for breakfast. Think about it. We have bagels, we have donuts, cereal, oatmeal. All these options are very carb heavy and can spike our blood sugar right in the morning. So you want to make sure that you are starting your morning off right. You want to make sure that you're getting some protein, and some healthy fat in there, and some fiber. So really figuring out something that works for you. If you are an egg person, one of my favorite things to do or have clients do is to make egg muffins. And they're not really muffins, but you basically make your scrambled eggs and you cook it in a muffin tin in the oven. And then you can refrigerate these, you can freeze them, and they're ready to go. You can have some healthy fruit. If you think berries, those are Uh, have less impact on the blood sugar. You could have some nuts with it. So really figuring out a good way to start your breakfast. And I also have my five free smoothie recipes. I'll send that link down below. Smoothies can also be a great way to get nutrient dense. And I designed these smoothies to have protein and fat so that they help to balance your blood sugar. So check that out down below. And another important thing as we are talking about Balancing our blood sugar is if you are struggling with sugar cravings is to make sure you are getting those sugar cravings in check and balancing your blood sugars can help, but sometimes we also need a little mindset help with that. So check out episode five if you haven't. I did it with Charmaine and she is a sugar craving expert and she really has some great tips to start beating those sugar cravings. The next hormone I wanna talk about that can become really important is our stress hormones. And this can often be overlooked, but increasing cortisol in different stress hormones can increase your weight gain. And it gets tricky here because as we're going through this perimenopause and menopause and our hormones are changing, those hormones can lead to night sweats and difficult sleeping and change the way our brain function as it's adjusting to these new hormones levels. So it can make being stressed even more likely. So we really have to have some strategies in place to help us deal with stress because we wanna avoid that chronic stress, that stress that's happening all the time. So you really have to get a plan in place here. You need some self-care time. So that could be going outside. It could be connecting with others. My two favorites are deep breathing and doing yoga. So these are great ways to calm your nervous system. So you need to have tools in your toolbox to do this, and you might need to do it more often than you normally do. You may also need to set boundaries in your life with people, with your time. A lot of times when our boundaries are being pushed, or maybe we haven't even said what our boundaries are, but we feel like something is being pushed, then that's going to lead to more stress in our life. So developing really clear boundaries around your time, around things you do and do not do. And another idea is to build your stress resilience because stress isn't gonna go away and stress isn't necessarily bad. But when we're in that chronic stress, 
and we're chronically having high levels of cortisol, that is not good for our body. So we want to be able to build stress resilience, work through things. So I encourage you to find some different tools you can do. Try deep breathing, try yoga, try going outside. And if you're dealing with a lot of stress in your life, try talking to a counselor or reaching out to someone else to really work through this piece because it can affect your health and it can affect whether you are gaining or losing weight. I thank you guys so much for joining me here today. And just to recap, as we go through this, we start in that perimenopause phase, which can last two to 12 years. And we have low progesterone, but our estrogen is fluctuating. Then once we move into menopause, both progesterone and estrogen are low. And what happens there is that we are likely to become insulin resistant, which means our blood sugar regulation needs to be tuned in and we really need to work on regulating that. And also, as we're moving through this journey, we want to make sure that we're managing our stress hormones, that we have ways to take self-care, to calm our nervous system, to set boundaries, and to build resilience in our stress response. So I hope that this episode was helpful to you guys. And if you feel like you're struggling and wondering how food is impacting your hormones, then I encourage you to set up a free health coaching call with me. And we can talk through these pieces and and figure out what's missing. So I set aside time for a few of these calls each week. So make sure that you set, check the link down below to get that call set up. Friends, I hope this episode empowered and inspired you to take one more step forward in your health. The number one way you can thank me is to just leave a quick review. Not only does this help the podcast to grow, but I love hearing the positive impact this show has had in your life. Our world doesn't make it easy to be healthy, so having the right community around you is key. So join my free private Facebook group. The link is down below. Change is hard, but believe me, my friend, with the right tools and support, you can do this.